Section three of a Rubaiyat Miscellany. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Literal Omar. The following selected quatrains of the original Rubaiyat are those upon which the greater version of Edward Fitzgerald was mainly based. In order to facilitate comparison, the stanzas are numbered to correspond with those in Fitzgerald's version for which they furnished the inspiration. Where two quatrains in the paraphrase bear the same number, both supplied material for the Fitzgerald stanza that is similarly numbered. Thus, Fitzgerald's stanza 9 contains ideas from 9 and 9a of the paraphrase. Conversely, the quatrain in the paraphrase bearing the numbers 49 and 50 was used by Fitzgerald in constructing his two stanzas 49 and 50. To give the general reader the true sense of Omar, as developed by many scholarly translators and commentators, has been the main purpose, and the lines of the paraphrase have been arranged so as to present the old Persian's ideas as intelligibly and forcefully as possible. It need hardly be added that Fitzgerald utilised ideas and figures from miscellaneous quatrains of Omar that are not cited. He may also have introduced a few threads from Attar, Hafez, and perhaps other Oriental poets, weaving the whole together with much that is purely his own. Upon the city towers the sun hath cast a net of lights, into the deep cup of day he pours red wine. Arise and drink, the herald of the dawning cries aloud. At sunrise from the wine-shop came a call. Wake, jolly comrades of the tavern bench, and fill another cup ere fate shall come to fill above the brim your cup of life. Know you why the cock at daybreak so oft repeats his cry? Only that in the mirror of the morning you shall see how another night of your life, unmarked by you, hath slipped away. Now the world is glad with verdure, the boughs blossom white as the hand of Moses, and flowers bloom as though every breeze that wooed them were the breath of Jesus. Wert thou wise as Aristotle, or great as Caesar of Rome, or a monarch of Cathay? Drink, drink, I would bid thee, in the cup of Jamshid, for the grave is the end of all. Yea, wert thou Bahram himself, the tomb is thy last home. It is a pleasant day and neither too hot nor too cold. The dew hath watched the dust from the face of the roses. The nightingale, in the Pelebi tongue, cries ever to the yellow rose, Drink wine, red wine. A passionate nightingale, flitting through the garden, beholding the roses smiling, and the cup filled with wine, sang in mine ear, Forget not, friend, life is on the wing, and comes not back. Since life flies, what difference whether it flies in Nashapur or Babylon? Since the cup must be drained, why ask whether it be sweet or bitter? Drink wine, for often after you and I are dust, yon moon shall wax and wane. See, the robe of the rose is torn by the breeze. The nightingale rejoices in the beauty of the rose. Sit thou in the shade of the rose tree, for by the wind, ere this, have many roses been scattered to become dust of earth. It is dawn. Beloved, 
Sing your song and drink your wine, for the long array of months hath overthrown a thousand kings like Jamshid and Kai Khosru. While still a mortal frame is yours, be firm within the fortress of your fate. Yield naught, although your foe be Rustam, son of Zal. Ask no enslaving boon, although your friend be Hatim Tai himself. We that have preferred a corner and two loaves to all the world, we that have put aside all greed of wealth and its magnificence, we that through poverty have cherished heart and soul, in poverty have we found great riches. I desire a little ruby wine and a book of verses, with half a loaf of bread, just enough to nourish me. And then, that thou and I should sit in the wilderness is better than the kingdom of a sultan. Blame me who will, but yet, when in the spring, I sit in the meadow beside a loved one, beautiful as a houri, with a flask of rich wine, may I be held lower than a dog if ever I dream of paradise. That paradise is pleasant to the blessed, they say, that the juice of the grape is pleasant to me, I know. Hold fast to this cash, and let that credit go, for the drum-beat, O oh brother, is pleasant from afar. I know not whether my Maker ordained that I should dwell in heaven or in dreadful hell, but a little food, an adored one, a lute and wine upon the green border of a pleasant land, these are cash to me, thine be the credit, heaven. Said the rose, I am the flower of Joseph, for my mouth is full of gold. Said I, If thou art indeed the flower of Joseph, show me another sign thereof. And she replied, Am I not arrayed in a blood-stained garment? Before fate seizes thee, bid them bring thee rose-hued wine. O thoughtless one, thou art not made of gold, that they that hide thee in earth shall dig thee up again. What profits our coming and our going? Of what stuff is woven the fabric of our life? How many delicate forms the world burns to dust of ashes, and where is even the smoke of them? This ancient inn men call the world, where night and day alternate bide, sets forth a stale banquet at which have sat a hundred jamshids, prepares a couch whereon have slept a hundred bahrams. The palace in which Bahram delighted to carouse is become the haunt of deer, the lair of lions. See how this Bahram, that loved to catch the wild ass with a noose, is himself in turn ensnared by the tomb. Wherever blooms a rose or tulip bed, there has been spilled the crimson lifeblood of a king. Each violet tuft that grows from out the earth was once a mole upon the cheek of a fair one. How bright are the green herbs that fringe the stream! Trample them not in scorn, for they spring from the lip of beauty, from the dust of a tulip-tinted face they grow. Come hither, beloved, let us forget to-day and to-morrow, and steal this present hour. To-morrow, when we shall have abandoned this old caravanserai, our old companions shall be all who have departed hence in seven thousand years. Grim fate 
even from the beginning of things, foredoomed all to death and destruction. How many of the wise, the great and the noble, are already sleeping deep in the bosom of earth? Down from the clouds, upon the sward, patters life-giving rain. How could I live without the shower of crimson wine? Delightful to me is the grass, but who are they that will delight in the grass that shall spring from my dust? Then let not sorrow afflict thee, nor idle grief burden thy days. Forsake not the book, the loved one's lips, and the green bank of the field, until earth take thee to her bosom. Some ponder creeds and dogmas, some waver betwixt doubt and faith, when suddenly the watcher cries, Fools, your road lies neither here nor there. These great sages, the chosen of earth, whose bold thoughts dare the heights of heaven, who would attain the utmost of divine wisdom, at the last are baffled, dazed, and dumb. Like a hawk I soared from this world of mysteries in the hope of reaching a higher sphere, but finding no guide thither, I sank to earth again. I flew out by the door through which I came. For a while, when young, I sat at the feet of a teacher. For a while I was satisfied with my lessons. But what was the outcome of all study? We came in like the water, and we depart like the wind. Like the water of a great river, like the wind of the desert, another day passes out of my allotted life. Grief has never lingered in my mind as to two days, the day that has not come, and the day that has gone. I had naught to do with my coming here. My unwilling departure hence is fixed by fate. Then gird thee to serve, O light-handed cup-bearer, for I will drown the misery of a world in wine. From the zenith of Saturn down to the depth of earth, I solved all problems of the universe. I loosed myself from the bonds of ignorance and lies. Yea, all secrets I unlocked save the great secret of death. That secret of eternity is far from thee and me. The key of that enigma is hid from thee and me. Behind the veil, perchance, is speech of thee and me. But when the veil is rent, what then of thee and me? Thou askest the meaning of this fantastic life. To tell thee would be an endless task. It is a painted mirage arising from a shoreless ocean to sink again into the deep from which it came. O thou, whom all creation seeketh in madness and despair, nor piety nor wealth to thee have found a way. Thy name is in the mouths of all, but all are deaf. Thou art before the eyes of all, but all are blind. Seeking the secret of life, in strong desire I pressed my lip to the lip of the wine-jar, and with its lip clinging to mine, the jar whispered, Drink wine, for to this world thou shalt not return. This jug was once a sighing lover, even as I, wooing a maid of comely face. The handle that thou seest on its neck was once a loving arm that lay upon the neck of a beloved. I saw a potter in the bazaar yesterday pounding the fresh clay. 
and the clay said to him in mystic speech treat me gently once was i like to thee last night i smote my wine-cup on a stone dazed was my brain that i did so base a thing to me in mystic speech that goblet said i was like thee thou wilt be like to me the skilful potters that ever knead the clay how long will they so beat and trample it do they never think that this maltreated earth is that of which their fellow men were made each draught that the cup-bearer lets fall upon the ground quenches the grief in the eye of some afflicted one praise be to god that the juice of the grape can free the heart from a hundred pains copy the tulip that flames with the new year like her taking the cup in your hand light of heart drink wine with the beauty of tulip cheeks for you know not when the blue wheel above may dash you down limit thy desire for worldly things and live content sever the bonds of thy dependence upon the good and bad of life lift the wine-cup and play with the curls of thy beloved for quickly all passes how many such days remain arise and give me wine what time is this for words for to-night thy little mouth fills all my need give me wine rose-tinted as thy cheeks for my penitence is as full of tangles as thy curls Kayam, if thou art mellow with wine be happy if beside thee is one of tulip cheeks be happy since at the end of all things thou wilt be naught yet while thou art imagine thou art not and be happy hidden in the heavens is a cup whence all must drink in turn when thy turn comes do not lament quaff it unfearing i am not one that fears death for that half of my lot seems pleasanter to me than this the life which has been lent me that i shall repay whenever the day of repayment comes soul if thou art able to free thyself from clay and soar a chainless spirit through the heavens shame on thee that thou canst leave that lofty sphere to dwell again in clay kayam thy body is a tent thy soul thereof is a sultan whose last home is nothingness when the sultan quits his pavilion the grim body servant death strikes the tent to set it up again at another stage of the journey o kayam the tent of heaven hides secrets from thee and yet thou knowest that the eternal cup-bearer hast poured into the bowl of creation a million bubbles like unto thee long years will follow after we have passed the veil of the secrets of god and still the world will bide though of us remains no trace the world knew no lack of us before our coming it will be in no wise altered by our going mysteriously this caravan of life goes on its way seize then the happy flying moment cup-bearer why grieve about the to-morrow of thy patrons give me a cup of wine for the night wanes only a breath divides faith and unbelief only a breath divides certainty and doubt let us make merry while we yet draw breath 
for only a breath divides life and death. Now thou art hidden, evident to none. Now thou art manifest in all created things. For thine own delight these marvels are performed by thee, who art at once the player and the looker-on. Could we know the secrets of life, we should, knowing death, know likewise the secrets of God. But if today, when you are yourself, you know nothing, tomorrow, when stripped of self, what shall you know? Where is the end of eternity to come, and where the beginning of eternity past? Now is the time of joy, and naught can take the place of wine. Rule and method are now far beyond me, but wine unravels the tangles of every problem. I will pour out a full bumper of wine, nay, two cups will content me, and I will three times divorce from me dogma and reason, and wed the daughter of the vine. I have taken the measure of existence and non-existence. I have fathomed the inwardness of all, both high and low. Yet I shall be modest as to my knowledge, for it is naught to the insight given by wine. Since the wheel of heaven and fate have never befriended you, why care whether the heavens be seven or eight? Two days there are for which I take no thought, the day which has not come, and the day that has gone for ever. Last night, in the tavern, a dear friend held out a cup and bade me drink of it. I will not drink, I said, but still he urged, drink for my love's sake. Drink wine that will allay thy many woes, that will banish all the clamour of the two and seventy sects. Renounce not the wonder-worker, since one draught of him can drive away a thousand sorrows. Drink wine, and thou shalt reign like Sultan Mahmud, and hear music sweeter than the harp of David. Enjoy to-day, give no thought to yesterday nor to-morrow and thy life shall not be lived in vain. Hast thou planted in our hearts an overwhelming desire, which thou hast forbidden us to satisfy? How sad a plight is thine, unhappy man, as though thou wert bidden to turn down a cup without spilling it! O heart, the mystic secret shalt thou not attain, the riddles of the sages shall not be solved by thee. Make thyself a present heaven with wine and cup, for at that place where heaven is thou mayest arrive, or not. Drink wine, for long shalt thou sleep within the mould, with neither comrade, friend, or wife. Whisper to none this mighty secret. Tulips once withered will never bloom again. Of all that have set forth upon the long road, who has returned that I may ask him tidings? My friends, leave naught undone in hope of better things, for be sure that you likewise will not come back. Even those who for wit and learning are styled torch-bearers of men, have not made one step into that profound night, they have but told us their dreams, and have fallen to sleep again. At creation's dawn, my soul, beyond the bounds of space, search for tablet and pen, for heaven and hell. At last the master said to me, Tablet and pen, hell and heaven are within thyself. 
the sweep of sky is but an imprisoning mantle of my weary frame the oxus is the river of my tears hell is a fire kindled by my profitless griefs paradise is the moment when i am at rest this heavenly vault neath which we stand bewildered we know to be a sort of magic lantern the sun is the flame the universe is the lamp we are the revolving figures no parable but plain truth it is to say that we are chessmen heaven plays the game moving us across the chequered squares of life and one by one replacing us in the box of nothingness thou driven like a ball by the mallet of fate whether played to the right or left drink wine say little for he that flung thee down into the melee he knows he knows he knows he o heart since this world's truth itself is illusion why vex thyself with its cares and sorrows trust to fate bear equally all things for what the pen has written it will not change for thee the good and bad that are a part of man his predestined joys and griefs charge them not to the rolling heavens for those heavens are a thousandfold more helpless than thou art heaven is an overturned bowl and the wise are helpless prisoners beneath it but the cup and the jar are fast friends as we should be they are lip to lip though blood has been spilt between them at the beginning was written what shall be unfaltering the pen writes heedless whether the writing be of good or evil on that first day he appointed all that must be our griefs and strivings are alike in vain be happy yesterday they settled thy reward and yesterday is beyond the reach of thy longings live happily for at no wish of thine yesterday they fixed what thou shalt do to-morrow quitting this life you shall pass behind the curtain the veil that hides heaven's secrets drink wine for you know not whence you come be merry for you know not whither you go that day when the horses of the stars were harnessed and the pleiades were lighted on that day the divan of fate decreed our lot how then shall we be held to account since our course is that which has been traced for us O learned fanatic of the town, though I be mellow with wine, yet am I better than thou. For thou drinkest the blood of men, and I the blood of the vine. Injustice, say, which is the more cruel? If I whisper thee my secret thought in a tavern, better it is than formal prayer before the shrine, where thou art not. O thou, first and last of all beings, burn me or cherish me, as thou wilt when god moulded my frame of clay he knew beforehand what my deeds would be it is not then in defiance of his will that i have sinned why then should i burn in hell can i be a rebel when thy will is omnipotent is my heart dark when thou art lord of light if thou bestowest heaven only in return for obedience it is a debt thou payest and where then is thy mercy in my path thou settest a thousand snares saying death to thee if thou plant foot therein 
Thou orderest all things in this world, and yet they say I do not according to thy desire. Know of the secret heart of every man, thou that in the hour of weakness upholdest the faltering. Accept, O Lord, my penitence, and give me strength, thou that givest repentance, and acceptest the excuses of all. I passed the potter's house, and saw the craftsman busy at his wheel, turning out pots and jars, fashioning them from the moulded heads of kings and feet of beggars. Who can believe that he who made the cup would dream of destroying it? All these fair faces and delicate feet wrought with his fingertips. For love of whom did he make them? For hate of whom would he break them? Thou that rulest the fate of living and dead, that governest the wheel of heaven with thy hand, if I am sinful, am I not thy creature? Art thou not master of all? To whom shall be the blame? Yesterday I went to the workshop of the potter, where I saw two thousand pots, some speaking, others silent. Suddenly cried out a querulous one, Where is the potter, the seller, the buyer of pots? They say that on the last day will be a judgment, and that the beloved friend will be angry. But from eternal goodness naught but good can come. Fear not, therefore, thou shalt find mercy at the last. When I lie beneath the foot of fate, when my tree of life is uprooted, see that thou make only a goblet of my clay. Haply, when it is full of wine, I may revive. Ramazan, month of fasting, passes, and the new moon of Shawwal, season of feasting joy and song, is in the sky. Now comes the cry, wine skins up, and the porters come, shoulder to shoulder, bearing the bottles. Comrades, give me wine, to make these amber cheeks glow like the ruby, and when I die, wash me in wine, and frame my coffin from the wood of the vine. I would fain drink so deep, that the perfume of the wine shall exhale from my tomb, and mellow revellers in passing shall be overcome by the rich fragrance. In the tavern one can wash only in wine, and the name there soiled cannot thus be cleansed. Therefore bring more wine, for my robe of honour is spoiled beyond repair. Each morn, I say, this night I shall repent, repent me of the flagon and the brimming bowl. But now that the season of roses hath come to free me from repentance, let me, O Lord, repent my repentance. Though wine has soiled my robe of honour, so long as I live I will not abjure wine. I am in grave doubt concerning vintners, for what can they buy better than what they sell? Alas, the scroll of my youth is rolled up, the springtime of our pleasures is o'er, and that sweet bird, whose name is youth, has flown. It came, I know not whence, and whither it goes, I know not. Oh, that there were a place to rest, and that we might find the straight road thither! Oh, that after a hundred thousand years we might rise from earth's bosom like the new grass! I wish that now, before mine eyes, God would rebuild the world anew. I wish that he would either blot my name from the roll of life, or make my life more fair.
Were I master of the heavens, I would sweep all away and fashion new skies, beneath which free man might win his heart's desire. Since none may assure thee to-morrow, make happy thy burdened heart to-day. Drink wine in the moonlight, fair moon of my soul, for in days to come heaven's moon shall seek us long, but shall not find us. Comrades, when ye gather here, delighting in revelry, as the cupbearer passes the mark wine, remember one who will be absent. Friends, at your joyous meeting, drinking the rich wine together, when the flagon comes to the place that was mine, turn down a cup. The End End of Section 3